the one? Yeah, it is. Sick. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's meant to be cheesy. I don't know. Man. <laughs> 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 Gotta get that royalty-free music, you know? It's royalty. Now, my friend made this. Really? My mate made Yo, this beat. Shout-outs to your friend. Yeah, man. yeah. I was like, hey, bro, I want some, like, because my, you know, the Cheat Coders podcast is more hip-hop. Yeah. So I'm like, I need something that... Branding-wise, different. I'm like 80s music that makes me feel like traveling. So he came up with this, and I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's Dude, the one. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> that's hilarious. <clears throat> okay. We're gonna intro us in. We'll go from there. So, hey yo, welcome to another episode of Where in the World podcast. I'm your host, Nats Nathan. Nats Nathan Blazing. Reporting live where we are right now. We're in East London. That's because that's where I live. <laughs> <laughs> I don't seem to go anywhere else. <laughs> I got a special guest with me here. If you if you haven't noticed already on the left side of the camera, it's not just a random dude from outside the street that I let in my house. I got my good friend here, Siv in the building. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks yeah, for having good. me. Appreciate it. Hear that, guys? Take a wild guess where this guy is from. Comment below. He's from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad when people don't call me American. Man. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I, I wasn't sure. Like when I met you, I told you already. Like I wasn't sure what your accent was. Like it's the same as we've talked about this, but the same as like. Yeah. Could you tell Kiwis and Aussies apart? Sometimes I try because, so. The Kiwis are like the Canadians, and then the Australians are like the Americans in our situation. So, so we're the douchey kind. Oh man, I I don't want to piss off your audience, <laughs> but like I guess Be careful so, what you, you know? say. Majority of the people, <laughs> like if you call an American a Canadian, they don't get too choked. But if you call a Canadian an American, we're like, hey, whoa, hold up, that's not us, man. Mm. <laughs> I get that. That's a good segue because um, people might be interested to know how we've met because um, we're not in the same circles. I only met you a month ago. Yeah, I think so. So long story short, just for the audience looking, um, Sivia I met through, I think we were at two separate um, parties. Yeah. So you, how long have you been here now? Uh, I moved to London two months ago. So two months ago. So I, I was about a month in that you were mm-hmm. here. You're out, out. You met a bunch of Aussies. Yep. I was out with For my sure. friends, and we went to a farewell. And when we got there, there was a bunch of Aussies here, all in like dressed up. And I was in my like hip hop gear or whatever. Me and the Dean and some of our friends, we weren't really dressed for the occasion. And then um, naturally, we just felt a bit out of place. Like it just wasn't our peeps, I guess. Well, like our peeps, but like just different crowd type thing. Then I see this this guy over here. With his Wu Tang Clan shirt, <laughs> bright yellow Wu Tang <laughs> Clan T-shirt, yeah. Nadine had the biggie, notorious Big shirt. Yeah. So I think you guys talked first, and I was just chilling somewhere else. And I think we just naturally clicked from then and there, type thing. Because like, I don't know, being the odd ones out, even though we're like, obviously, you thought we were all mates, eh? The, yeah, uh, man. I mean, when you walk into a party at some fancy bar and there's like 40 Aussies. You just assume all the Aussies already know each other yeah. because we're not in Australia. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, you guys probably have met in London or through connections back home. Um, so I thought everyone knew everyone. And then the more you talk to people, it's actually a bunch so of smaller yeah. groups. They're all like, I'm pretty sure most people there didn't really know each other. Yeah, which was really reassuring. I thought you knew everyone there no. as well. So I knew just... literally two people out of That's maybe crazy. 30 or 40. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Because... um. 
<laughs> Let's start to like where you where, where you're originally from. Yeah. In case people know, so obviously Sib's from Canada. You're from yeah. uh, Vancouver, West yeah. Coast. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we're known for like water. Yeah. Health, health, yoga, all that stuff. Being friendly. Very California. Yeah. Lots of marijuana and chilling. There, you, had, you had it from the man. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Tourism BC, get at me. <laughs> cool, cool. Right, let's continue from there. So, um, cool. What were we saying before, before I cut you off? We were talking about how I was like in London. Yeah, and yeah. It was, so it's similar to New York. It's really, except it's almost more disorganized than New York. Uh-huh. People are more expressive, I think. Okay. So I don't think they're more rude necessarily. They are, but they're also more polite. They're more, I've gotten more compliments in London in maybe two, one or two months than I get in like a year or two in Vancouver. And they're not huge things, but there's like, hey, I like your shirt, and just random strangers well, talking to me. Well, that's what we to you as well. When we yeah. saw your shirt, we liked your Wu-Tang shirt. Yeah, right? See, like yeah, that kind of stuff doesn't happen as much in, in Vancouver specifically, but... I think um, yeah. we've talked about this. You know why I think I'm struggling right now? It's because we've talked about all of this, and now yeah. we're trying to re-say it again. But for the audience, we're going to say, like, me and Siv obviously, like, hanged out quite a bit now um, yeah. since you being here. And there were so many parallels between Sydney... In Vancouver, and I think one of the biggest um, I can say is obviously like when you're in Sydney or you grow up in Sydney, all you know is Sydney, and you end up mm-hmm. feeling like you're you're in a bit of a bubble. So, and I think you have a bunch of the same people, like-minded, that have come up together as well, and it's the same. I guess you don't know anything else, so everyone kind of mm-hmm. stays stays together type thing. No one's a bit more out there. We're here, it's just such an intersection of people from different walks of life. You get those weird connections and interactions, yeah. I guess. 100%. That's how I see it as. Yeah, man, it's just kind of like... Sydney and Vancouver are kind of like having pizza, you know? Everyone likes pizza, and pizza's good, but one, if you have it three times a day... And you have it every single day of the week. Eventually, you get just sick of it. Just becomes a normal right? meal, yeah. And you're just so tired of it yeah. that you would try anything else. And then London kind of just means it's like, hey, we got pizza, but we have a hundred other experiences you can have. So London is like a smorgasbord. It's like yeah, a smorgasbord, a buffet, <laughs> a charcuterie board, charcuterie board, or however the fuck you're supposed to say it. Can I swear on this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> The rules here. <laughs> what do you think this is? It's like the seventh episode yeah, or something. Sick, man. I can do whatever I want. That's cool, yeah, man. That's great. Right, cool. I don't want to get into that straight away. I wanted to talk about this because you just told me about this. Stock X. The hell is this? Yeah. Um, here, have a look with me. Total tangent, but yeah, we were just talking about Stock X, which is like a sneaker marketplace, I think. You know what's really cool? I've, yeah. Have you seen Joe Coy's com- comedy? I haven't yet. You know, every Filipino person I know back home told me I got to check out Joe Coy. You got to so. check him out. But he had this exact shoe. Oh, fuck. Where is it? This one. But I don't know what it is. So there's like a trading platform for people with sneakers. Yeah. And they're based out of London. I literally just brought it up because they have some job postings. Are you looking to get a job here? I mean, I'm going to apply. That'd be pretty, pretty wild. Marketing? I think so, yeah. It's content marketing specifically. So, yeah, man. That would be cool. I'm not a huge sneakerhead, but... but at least you think something you like. That's a good thing about jobs here because you, you don't know what you can get into. There's so much more opportunity yeah. compared to... What do you do for the audience? Because I already know what you do. Actually, there's a good segue to... Because we, we, me and Siv here have been actually kind of work buddies 
Kinda. Yeah. Cafe. Usually I'm by myself. Um, because we're both fun employed right now. Yeah. We've been on the job hunt. <laughs> totally. I've, I've done a few interviews. You've done a pretty big interview. And I'm gonna ask you about that after sure, as well. Sure. For the audience that audience that doesn't know, what were you doing back home? Well? Uh, back home I was doing a lot of digital marketing. Yeah. So usually I would be working for online news publications. So if it has to basically do with writing, editing, or marketing on the internet, mm. I was involved in it. That's crazy. It's pretty wide, but yeah. that's generally what my jobs have been. It's kind of like just me doing a bunch of different things for a company versus working for a big company and doing one very specific thing. That's really cool. So you've always dealt with like startups, would you say? Or sort of startups, startups or at least startup-like environments where it's just a lot yeah. of juggling. There's never enough time, never enough resources. Is there a big but, market in that in Vancouver? Uh, not really. I would say, unfortunately, there's not really a big market for anything so in you're Vancouver. The, you're the minority in, in Vancouver that was able to work in that space. Yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of digital marketers, don't get me wrong. But compared that, to somewhere like Toronto, yeah. you know, London, not even close, right? Yeah, yeah, just because yeah. there's no, there's not really any headquarters or anything like yeah, that yeah. In, uh, in Vancouver. And there's not a lot of funding that goes in. Um, That's the same with like Sydney. Because like, yeah. when I first moved here, it was all, um, all these opportunities that I have now, I couldn't get back home. So it was a lot, totally. it's a lot better as well. But um, totally. how did your job interview go in? I was asking upstairs. I like, yeah. just don't, don't tell me now. We'll yeah. save it for the podcast. It was crazy, man. So for reference, I... Do you want to talk about the company or that's something you don't really want to put out? I'll, I'll like, uh, I'll describe them. At yeah, least. yeah, describe It's them. basically a small tech company. Like we're talking four or five people. It's been up for maybe six months to a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they're basically looking for their like fifth person on the team. Uh-huh. And it's their first marketing person. So... It would be a pretty huge job in terms of responsibilities, what they expect, the speed at which you have to move, things like that. So um, because of that, the interview process has been pretty intense. Yeah. I started with the video interview that was really casual. Um, It's just like, you know, face to face, let's get to know each other. Then yesterday I went in for an interview at their space and it was uh, three hours long. I got in there at... 10 a.m. and I left at around 1 p.m. Um, Wait, 10 a.m. and you finished at 1. So you left like three hours. Three hours, yeah. A three-hour interview. Yeah, sort of. So why it was so long is because um, it included like I had to build a strategy pitch. Yeah, yeah. uh, The night before to present about basically like what we would do over the next three months Uh if you were to hire me. Like here's our marketing strategy. Um, once again, because they don't have a marketing team, it's like all up it's to all you. It's all up to you. To yeah, make, totally. Make, make the role um, what it is. And then part of it was meeting their technical team or like their technical their CTO. It was a lot of like meeting people and then other people having to leave to go to other meetings. And that's kind of why it was such like a, a long process because yeah. it had so many moving parts to it. But at the, at the same time, it was pretty casual, man. Like it was nice. It's nice when there's less formality in an interview. Also, it wasn't because it is like, it's a startup. startup scene, so it's you know, there's not a lot was of room it for bullshit. Just you and the manager. It was me. Well, the team is only like four people, oh, right? Okay. So it was me, and then I met two of them. So you practically met everyone already. Yeah, almost, I met like the whole, the whole team, as it were. Don't. Yeah. Do you so. have a good feeling about it? Do you think? I do, man. They seem yeah. like really cool people. Um, especially like, <clears throat> usually, people from like different departments. Mind you, it's a small team. Yeah. Uh, they think very differently, and that's important. Yeah. But I didn't feel like they thought so differently that they were 
that they were incompatible. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I could meet the CTO who's obviously a very technically minded engineering personality. Yeah. And he was very just just a super nice guy. Yeah. Um, the CEO, very not casual, but he's a human being. You yeah. know, that, that that goes a long way with me. So I think um the the especially with a startup, it's really it's necessary to have that. Like, it, it just won't work if you yeah, have too many man. clashes because you're such a small team already. Dude, um, especially because you need to have that. Like, you know, they always preach that in larger corporations, like the the the, the company's values. They'll always have, like, some sort of corny quote or, like, slogan. Yeah. And, like, that's what you believe in. And that's something they preach to their, like, hundreds or thousands of staff. But no one really gives a shit, usually, because no. you're just a number. But in something like that, you really need everyone on board, like have the same dream and vision type thing. 100%. So I, I get why this interview process would be pretty much that intense in that sense. They really need to see what you're about. Like not just what you can bring or thing, but that you sort of share those core values that they do yeah, as well. Yeah, totally. So I completely get that as well. I've never worked in a, oh, I never worked in a startup before I went here, as you know, that yeah. I mentioned. But I love the fact that like it's just unheard of, like, because I've always been in corporations, pe- like people with ty- specific titles, like you, the CEO or the CTOs. Yeah. Sometimes these types of authority figures would be quite intimidating for someone. Like if you're right at the bottom of the ladder and then you're reporting to like a director. There was at one point, mm-hmm. like, like, one stage of my career, I was actually reporting to a client director now, and I was, it was it was just so like because you're looking at the the reporting lines, you forget that these people are just human beings as well. Yeah. Like you should if you, you could just take that out of your head. They're just normal people as well. Totally. But like in a startup scene, it's just funny. Like you've got this progression. You could pretty much be that soon because it's so small <laughs> yeah. already. That's really dope, dude. That's really cool. Yeah, it's wild. It's it's helped me a lot to just remember that like literally every human being on the planet has no fucking idea what they're doing. Yeah. You know? Like everyone's just trying to figure their shit out. This is actually a good segue because <laughs> I've been trying to find a way to make this flow yeah, all over sick. the shop. But like being, okay, we'll, we'll backtrack. We, yeah. We've talked about our job interviews and everything that we've done already. You're quite new here. We were just talking. Yeah, we were yeah, at yeah. the roof having a coffee. And I think um, I'm kind of buzzing because I had, I don't know, the caffeine's kind of hitting me. Right <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, stuff, fuck, I just want to talk about Hell all this yeah. shit. But we had this mad conversation about meeting people and um, I guess taking the um, the step to really put yourself out there because experiences in London can vary. Um, I've been here for about a year and a half. You've been here yeah. for about two months. Yeah. I can safely say I had a great initial experience. First getting here, it was amazing. And I think a, a huge part that played with that was coming here alone and not knowing anyone. Yeah. And you have the same sort of mind frame, like you want to sort of just, you know, um, not just go with the same sort of crowd, even the same types of people from people back home or the same, you want to do things that are different. Like mm-hmm. you would mention you wanted to take up maybe drawing or painting, drawing, shit like you that. You know, things that I would never believe the Civ back home would do, you yeah. know, like, oh, maybe, maybe you could change your ballet. name, dude. You could change yeah. your freaking name. Exactly. Bro. I can change my name. Maybe I'll get into juggling. You like, could just who like knows, man? get a mohawk. You're like, yeah, this is what I do. This, Hell yeah. This is me. Hell yeah. yeah. Especially in a city so big and where yeah. no one, I've had the least amount of people judge anybody I've ever seen in in this city. Like, you could be walking around in a big bird costume, just big yellow. No one knows what they're doing. No one knows what they... Yeah, and people are like, this is just London. That's just just a guy doing his thing. You were mentioning people aren't as... No, more friendly. More expressive. More expressive. I'll say. But not friendly. 
Because Vancouver, I imagine everyone's friendly, but I think it's the fact that sort of everyone kind of knows each other. It's like a, I, yeah. Here's really... the thing about Vancouver. It's first of all, it doesn't fit well into the Canadian stereotype. Really, so, you know. Oh, hey, how you doing, bud? How's it going, eh? Yeah, I got that a lot uh, when I was in. You don't really get a lot of that in Vancouver. It's a specific bubble. Yeah, and. Vancouverites, and I've actually heard this, I think, about some parts of Australia, too. People are polite. They're very polite, Mm -hmm. but they're not very friendly in Vancouver. So what that means is people will open the door for you. If they bump into you, they'll say excuse me or sorry, probably sorry, actually. Um, If you need directions, they'll give it to you. But the second you try to create a connection beyond that, everyone gets extremely hesitant and obviously there's exceptions you know i'm not saying everyone's a robot back home but you have to work really hard just to even go from meeting a person to actually having a dinner with them or meeting up for coffee because number one it's such a small place so everyone kind of has their their clicks if you will yeah and they like sticking to them yeah and number two people are just kind of uh weary of new people in the sense that what are you trying, like, if you're a girl, you might, you know, you, you're talking to some random person, and they're like, hey, I'm new in town, I, do you want to, like, meet up with some of my friends? They might just immediately skip to, oh, shit, you're hitting on me, yeah, this is creeping yeah, me yeah. out, okay. you know, things like that. And, you know, it's understandable to a certain extent yeah. to, be, to be cautious, but um, it's really like that in Vancouver. I think um, this is the sort of parallel that we were seeing when we were chatting, because we... I, I was saying pretty much the same thing as Siv. Um, your Sydney peeps, <laughs> everything you just relayed there doesn't sound quite familiar. Because I feel yeah. like that's the same for Sydney, man. Really? Like, um, yeah, dude. Like, um, it's the same thing. Like, I, I say this a lot in previous podcasts and just through conversation. It's because it's such a small city. You yeah. don't get many people that are, like, new or, like, just passing by. So, obviously, tourists... Yeah. Um, or expats, they'll probably stick with each other in Sydney. And I don't know any of them. Like, I, I, I do remember meeting some in passing, like if they work at a company I'm working for, but they yeah. have their own friends and they all live in the city, in the main CBD. Yeah. Whereas the people that have grown up and live there may, might live a bit outside or really far away. And you've already got your friends and family. It doesn't really give you that incentive to really get out there. Mm-hmm. And I think like it, if it affects a lot of things, like um, that's why that's the biggest change I saw here, which is why, cause it, it's such an intersection of people coming in and out. You can do the things like be a completely different person, mm-hmm. do that drawing class or go boxing or just do things you wouldn't normally do. Cause it's a, it's a time to sort of find and develop yourself. Whereas um, for me back in Sydney or for you in Vancouver, you've sort of been, created that way with your environment and like i would never be be bothered like even going out i think dating is even harder probably the same thing in vancouver pretty rough like even that if you're saying like if if that's how hard it is for a person to get to that point of meeting and then dinner Mm -hmm. that progression usually doesn't happen usually i think especially for dating to, to just meet anyone it would have to be some degree of you met them through someone else yeah or a friend or like somewhat same circle but to meet someone way off like literally meet someone and have zero friends in common and just be a different walks of life completely to get to that stage it's i don't know it's quite rare no. I, don't, I don't see it i don't think i see it all i'm just trying to think of all like my mates and even my past relationships how they've happened i'm like no nah. it's not as natural as you don't do things like out of hear, the box right? you come to london especially you um you're not seeing anyone no so, not yet 
the world's your oyster. Yeah, there's so many different types the of people. Whole, it's a binary of. Okay, I'm not gonna get into this. <laughs> I might get in trouble. <laughs> My girlfriend's gonna. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what were you doing for six months in London? I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I was talking to you. <laughs> that's it. That's it. But it's cool. Do, do people use like dating apps? Like, is that the way to meet someone in, in Vancouver? Vancouver? Or is it like that, yeah. that that analogy I said, is that the same thing? Like you'd have to meet someone through a friend and then yeah. slide in the DMs and be like, hey, yo, girl, let me take you to the Canadian bar. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go have some maple like, whatever, syrup. Yeah, maple syrup. Whatever Canadian hockey do. game. Wait, wait, you guys have, um, fuck, what is it called? I don't know if this is just a East thing. It's the chips with the gravy and oh, potato. poutine. Poutine, oh, motherfucker! That's the yeah, that is the shit. Why do they not have poutine oh, worldwide? Why is that? Man. That shit should be universal. Dude. I, you know what, man? You're so right. I don't know what is going on with the rest of the earth. That's just, but gravy, fries, or chips, as as Londoners call them, uh, and then cheese. But the thing is. If you're gonna get real specific, we don't use just any cheese. You got to use cheese curds. Cheese curds. So they're kind of like these squeaky balls of cheese, and when 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 they're in your mouth, they should actually squeak against your teeth, like sneakers Whoa. hitting a basketball court. I've never heard of this cheese. I'm not a big yeah. cheese fan, but I'm curious. Can you get that here? No. Probably. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. In Europe, cheese is everything, right? I don't so. understand why this concept can't just be like made. Like, why doesn't any like even back home in Sydney, yeah. no one's got. A put, how do you say it? Poutine? P- poutine shop. Yeah. Like, all the ingredients are there. Even here. What do you guys have in Sydney? Like, okay, you, like you're, you're out hammered. It's 2 a.m., 1 a.m. or You guys have a curfew in Sydney, right? Is that right? I think it's being lifted. But yeah, okay, essentially, so, yeah. It's, so, yeah. boom, you're, you're hammered. You're out of the club or whatever. Yeah. What do you go to eat? Kebab. Kebab. Because that's okay. the only thing that's open at night. Oh, Kebabs. shit. Wild. That's, I mean, kebab is pretty kebab? sweet, though. Do you say, say it again? Kebab. Yeah, kebab. I say it so different. Wait, is that how Canadians say it? Or is yeah. that how you say it? No, that's how Canadians... <laughs> <laughs> kebab. Yeah, kebab. Uh, that, that's really? how I say it. I'm pretty sure a lot of people like, say it. I'm pretty sure all the other Canadians say that too. Kebab, yeah, kebab. 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 I'm going to start saying that. Yeah, man. I'm gonna Makes you sound unique. Sound different. Sounds yeah. unique. Oh, that's how, that's how we Canadians say it. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think you'd love hey. Canada, man. I think a lot of... Actually, He's Australians love Canada. We have so many of you guys out there. I was telling Civ already, my backup plan, if I can't stay in London, is to go back to Sydney, reevaluate my life, and get the Canadian visa, which is... Hell yeah. Now... Um, the age restrictions thirty five. So sick. I so didn't I know that. Yeah, dude. You know that. Well, it doesn't Hell really. Yeah. Doesn't really apply to you. Does, does really it go matter. both ways? Like, do I? I'll have to do some research. Nah, nah. You still need Shit. to. Shit. You, you gotta get on it quick. Do you even want to go to? Would you want to live in Sydney, Australia? Uh, yeah, man. Really? Actually, yeah. No, I'm not seriously. Really? Hell yeah. Cause you know what, man? I I, I actually love Australians. I'm just joking. Like my audience <laughs> is gonna hate. It's like, why are you hating on our hometown? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm kidding. I get it. Yeah, it's like, the same as Vancouver, man. Yeah, yeah. Everyone just wants to be where they're not from. So I get that totally, as well. totally. Because for you, like, for me, the appeal is like, I love, like, I do like the snow. I like the cold. Yeah. I love the heights and stuff. And I guess like what we have, and I keep undervaluing is like we have amazing beaches and you guys have amazing beaches. beaches yeah and we have mountains we have lakes i love that shit though. i miss i miss just large bodies of water man like uh, london as much as i love so much of the culture in the city 
the idea that we're not near the ocean yeah. is fucking with my head. It kind of sucks. And they're like, hey, go to the river. There's a, for those of you who don't know, there's a river that cuts right through the center of London. Ah, oh, it's just dirty. Um, it's just pretty dirty. I, it's not the worst. It's I mean, it's pretty to look water. at, but when you come from an Australian <laughs> beach or you come yeah, from... Yeah, nah. <laughs> like, this, yeah, isn't, this is not a beach. I went to um, Brighton not too long oh, ago, yeah, two I've weeks ago. Oh, yeah, good things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, wait. Like Brighton, it is good. Like yeah. it's a, it's a good it's a good vibe. I, I feel like you forget you're still in the UK. It's one yeah. of those things. I feel like the moment you get out of London, it's just everything's different. Manchester. I'm just like, dude, Manchester feels a lot like Sydney. For, really? For what? Actually, it feels like Vancouver, apparently. Well, okay. it's just like, I just, maybe London just feels that unique that anywhere else might feel closer to home. Totally. But Manchester, Birmingham, and Brighton. But anyway, back to Brighton. I, I went there the other day just for a day trip because I was like, dude, I want to go to the beach. Like, yeah. sit in the sand, go in the water. Because it was, we had a pretty good summer this, this, um, yeah, this man, summer. Yeah, It's still, like it's still it. going Damn. hard. Look at this sunlight. Yeah. This is natural light, man. I'm not even putting Hell my lights yeah. on. But we get there, it's only an hour away, and I'm thinking like, cool, it's just like back home, I can easily get to the beach. It took me an hour to get to the beach when I was back in Sydney, because I lived far away. Damn. Get to Brighton, nice little beachy town, I get to the sand, and the freaking sand's like freaking jagged rocks. Oh like yeah, pebbles. they got those beaches. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I can live with this. So I'm like laying on the beach. Digging into my skin. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get into the water. I get closer and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? It's just disgusting. It's disgusting. It's like, I don't know what the hell. The, the, the water was, it looked like toilet water. Like brown? Yeah, it was brown. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think it's just, it's not good. And I'm thinking that like, is that fair. everywhere or is that just Brighton because it's a city? But I think, yeah, I... I long yeah. story short what I'm trying to say is like I should have appreciated the beaches we had more I probably should have went a lot more when I was yeah. back home but, but that's the thing right that's part I think that's part of why people like us move is because yeah. we've forgotten how to appreciate our, our cities and I think that's what I'm looking you know? forward to most when I do go if I go back home soon yeah. or even if I come back just to visit so much stuff I'm like it's probably too soon for you to be missing anything back home yeah. or is there anything I, well, that you miss I, I miss my friends and I miss the ocean do you have beaches in Vancouver? This is we such do. a dumb question. That's, so Vancouver is famous for basically having so much accessible nature. So the, the whole so idea is you can go, literally, literally, you can go snowboarding yeah. in the morning, taking public transit. So that's like $2, $2.50 Canadian or something. And you can go up, snowboard, take public transit down to the beach in the same day and lie on the beach. And, and the beach is... We have beaches that are built into downtown because downtown is almost like its own island. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just surrounded by bays and, and the ocean. That's um, so cool, man. So, m- mind you, it's still cold as fuck. So yeah. Even summer? Is summer is nice. places that it's always cold? Like, I have this perception that Canada is just always cold because you guys are more north. Yeah. Everywhere right? else except Vancouver is wow. fucked. Like, oh, really? The wintertime, it'll get down to like negative, anywhere from negative like... Five to negative forty degrees Celsius, mm. depending on um, how how north you are and, uh, and other things. But Vancouver, we get into like maybe the neg- negative five, maybe negative ten for a few days. Some some years it didn't even snow. That's crazy. Um, so we have the most like moderate climate in yeah. all of Canada, and that's why it's so popular to live there. Is because yeah. of our weather and our, and our summers are sweet because they're maybe twenty five to thirty degrees Celsius. That's really, that's actually really good. It's really nice. That's, yeah, that's a nice, that's a good climate. Yeah, because one of my biggest complaints, because I can't, I don't do well with heat. 
Oh, okay, yeah. So even in London, when it's really hot, yeah. Even that, and in London, heat's obviously not that bad, but it's enough for me to be like, oh, I don't want to go out. Dude, how hot is Sydney though? Isn't yeah, it's Australia like, burning? It's like forty or something. I just don't go out, dude. Good lord. I'll stay at home, aircon. Sometimes I even like going to work. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to work. Yeah, because of the aircon. <laughs> <Yeah, 'cause> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, oh, I'm overtime today. I'm gonna say that's, that's sick, man. I can't deal with it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, dude. It's the worst. That's crazy, that hate, dude. It's uh, yeah, you gotta manage it for sure. You can you can burn, dude. This is gonna be a dumb question. Yeah, go for Do it. Do Filipinos burn? As in like sunburn? Like sunburn, yeah. I can, but it takes me a while to get there. Gotcha. Not cool. like Snow White types. Yeah, it you're not like Irish. Crispy. Yeah, nah. Okay. Nah. Yeah, I'm fine. Um, I did get burnt when I went to Brighton though, because I think it's oh, been shit. a while since I've had a lot of harsh direct because the sun in australia it's it's harsh it's like it's, yeah. it's, it's like you're in a barbecue it's like you you're guys, in an oven you guys are the ones who don't have an ozone layer or some shit like that right i've never heard of that but i wouldn't okay I would, yeah i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> don't, don't quote be, me on that don't, don't quote, quote me on that. on that but i wouldn't be surprised if there's no ozone and we're just getting direct uv yeah just, just it's getting murked it's getting murked in australia but yeah you like the water it's good, huh? yo this water is banging yeah, it's good right this is some some of the best water I've had in London. If you're in London, you need to get one of these. Mm-hmm. It's a water filter. It takes out that... What's that shit? That the calcium, calcium, I think? Calcium or some shit, yeah. That, Which oh, isn't man. dangerous, but just taste, doesn't it taste just good. It just doesn't taste good, man. Crisp. Which is crazy, because... Okay, so you, I think your body, you're supposed to drink like three to four liters of water a day. Yeah. That's already hard when the water's delicious. Yeah. And then you got to drink like... Shit water. Yeah. It's well, you know what's... We only got this like a week ago. Before that, we had we bought bottles from Tesco, like massive. Remember when you yeah. came over and had all these bottles? I'd take a bottle. Totally. When it runs out, Tesco's too far. So I just don't drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so by, <laughs> by, night, by night time, I'm in bed. I'm just like, so thirsty. Yeah, you're so raisin. Just like, nah. <laughs> you don't realize. Now I'm like, I feel good you're every bougie, day. I'm eh? just, I'm like, man. Free water for all. Water's on me. Off tap. You want some more? No problem. Oh, I got you. I got you. But when you. people used to come and I'm like giving my bottles, I'm like, oh, that's my supply. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Not that I care. Man. Like it's like they cost. They're cheap, but it's just like when I run out, I'm screwed. I gotta you go. Gotta to, walk. I gotta go to Tesco. Again. Oh man. What do you guys have for Tesco back home? What's yeah, Tesco? Question. So, um, all right. There's levels of supermarkets, right? Yeah. Here. Let's just go through the ranks for people. The bottom, what would you say? Iceland is the shittest one. Probably. It's probably the shit. So Iceland would be an Aldi. Do you have an Aldi? Back home? Yeah, in Vancouver. No. Okay, I don't. Our, they have Aldis here too. So maybe Aldi. Oh, you guys have Aldis in, in Sydney. Yeah, so I'm comparing the... But there's Aldi here too, right? Yeah, there is. Okay, wait. So I guess yeah. Aldi would be Aldi. So Iceland, is that shitter than Aldi? I don't know. The thing about Iceland is it's literally all frozen foods, right? So I bottom. think it's considered the bottom just because it's like all Our bottom would be, would be Iceland. But then anyway, all right, so we've got what's called Woolworths and Coles. I don't know which one's the better one, but they're quite even. I think it's more equivalent to M&S because M&S is better than Tesco. Yeah. Tes- Tesco is slightly below, so that's where you can get it. I don't think we have a Tesco. Maybe Aldi. But then you got White Rose, which is like the best. Oh, bougie, yeah. Do you have a White Rose? No. We got Whole Foods. My auntie told me this um, thing. Um, if you live near a White Rose, you live in a good area. True. That's, apparently that's an indicator of good areas. Yeah. 
So yeah, we're not. I think. Area. No, we're not. <laughs> we do not live. We live in the He's hood. Sad. Man. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta watch your, your pockets. You gotta like have the keys in your hand ready <laughs> yeah. to fight. Um, yeah, I heard they were closing down a weight rose and turning it into a Sainsbury, which is like a level down. And Sainsbury is the level of uh, Woolworths and Coles. Ah, okay. Yeah. And they were angry about that because it, it like drops property value yeah. around the area. Yeah, see? Yes, right? I guess it's true. That's what, yeah. So Waitrose. Yeah. Is it Waitrose or Waitrose? How do you say it? I say Waitrose, but I, I, I don't, don't talk like everybody in Vancouver, so. Wait, do you guys have a Waitrose? We don't have oh. a, a, a Waitrose or Waitrose. But you knew about... Wait, I've heard of, I uh, I've heard about it here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because they have it yeah, here. Heard of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have Whole Foods. Whole, I've heard um, of Whole Foods. We have a place called IGA, which is like I know IGA. Yeah. Oh, you guys have IGA. Yeah, it's I like maybe have, a level under. There's an IGA here, isn't there? Oh shit, maybe. I'm and Safeway, you guys don't have no, Safeway. No, no, Safeway. No, I've only oh. been to Canada once, and it was yeah. Toronto, which you don't count. You guys have Costco, right? Yeah, we have Costco. Oh, Costco. We only had that recently. Well, not recently, like wow. a couple of years ago, like maybe five, six years ago. And I remember it was a big deal when it first opened. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, Costco and getting unnecessary amounts of shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, like a massive toilet. Like tissue yeah. paper. It's like, why do we need this much pack. tissue paper? Like we don't have space for half the stuff we're buying. But no, it's good. It's good. good thing to have, especially for business. If you have a business. True. Costco is American though, right? I think so. But there's a ton in, in Canada. We have at least two, maybe three or four. In, Does in everyone in Canada play ice hockey? <laughs> Firstly, so one thing in Canada, for anyone who travels there, you when you talk about hockey, you just say hockey. Because uh. when you say ice hockey, people people aren't assholes about it, but like in your head you're like, there is no other type of hockey. It's just hockey. Hockey is the, ice hockey is the only hockey <laughs> in our heads, you know? Wow. Um, so everybody doesn't play. But it's still a huge part of the culture, even if you don't play, because it's expensive too. Yeah. You need ice rink time, right? You, you, like, meaning you actually need, like, you need to pay for, like, a team. Uh, you need to pay sometimes for refs and stuff. You could play hockey on the streets, like, it ball hockey. It is hard to maintain it. Like, think about it now. Yeah. The ice rink itself, like, just to maintain that. It's yeah. not like a normal field. It's something you've got to keep main. It's not actual ice, though, right? It's like, a, I mean, it is. Like, it's frozen. But like, like as in, it's gonna be the dumbest. <laughs> I'm from Australia, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I'll talk to you about sand. <laughs> yeah. no, but look, like the ice rink. Yeah. It's not like they fill it up with a little bit of water, like a swimming pool, and freeze it. Or is that what it is? Don't quote me on it, but I'm sure it's like something along those lines. But they have a really smart way of doing it. Okay. I don't know the the inner depths <laughs> of uh, rink management. <laughs> so you have to ask like know. a you should know. like a deep ass Canadian from Saskatchewan or something who would know about that shit. But uh, yeah, man, like, <laughs> like yeah, 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 that's it. I guess so. It's like a layer of water frozen yeah. in you. Okay, and then. Hockey is like the main sport you're going to watch, basically. Yeah. You know, That's so like if you're your trying football. to get yourself into the culture, things like that, um, you're going to watch hockey or you're going to at the very least hear about it. That's cool. Even if you don't watch it. But yeah, we like we like hockey. Definitely. That stereotype is pretty true. It's true. Okay. Definitely. That's really cool. I always wanted to play hockey. Well, ice hockey. Hockey, sorry. <laughs> yeah, hockey. there you go. But I don't think I'm coordinated enough. Hey, man, I know it's, it's tough. You got to learn how to skate. Is it as um, violent as it's portrayed? Like, do people literally like put their mitts down? And just you know what's funny about up? that? So, 
and you can check this out. There's like YouTube videos called Miked Up and for different sports where a player will actually have a mic on them while they play play in a match. Um, so you can hear what they're saying. Wow. Um, hockey is violent. There's a lot of checking, hitting, there's bleeding, wow. and there's legally allowed in the sport fighting. Um, but the fighting is probably the most respectful part of the whole game. Okay, because, you explain this. So you fight because you're still playing a game. There's a reason you're fighting. You're not, you're, it's usually not just because like, fuck you, fuck you, let's go. Yeah. It's because... Maybe your team doesn't have momentum, so this is a way to switch momentum. Yeah. Is getting into a fight, rile up the crowd, yeah. get into the head of your opponent, oh, or it's like a tactic. When to... someone hits, let's say you have a rookie, a new guy signed to your team. He's a he's a really cool kid. He's a he's a forward, likes to score, but he gets hit hard by a defenseman. So you're the biggest guy on the team. You're playing defense. Your job is to fight that guy to show their team that. They can't, just, they can't just beat the shit out of your players and get away with That's it, really right? Cool. Um, but when you fight, like, you'll see there's a high level of respect. It might not seem like it, but there's a reason all the fights look the same. is because everyone is kind of following these mm. unwritten rules. Like, first of all, you take off your gloves, obviously, right? Um, ideally, if you can, you take off your helmet. And you take off your helmet to actually protect the other person's hand. Because oh. if they're hitting you and they break their... So they're actually and, hitting them in the, the head. Yeah. Like punch them in the head. Like tr you're literally trying to knock someone out. Sometimes it really depends on how angry you are. Sometimes wow. you're doing it like, I'm just here because it's my role on the team. So are you. Uh, let's just fight. Like literally they'll be in face-offs where two opponents are really close to each other. Yeah. And if you look at the mic'd up stuff, sometimes they're like, hey bud, you, uh, you want to get into a fight? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh, right after face-off. Cool. Puck drops, boom. Gloves off. And you usually have one hand on, on a jersey, so yeah. you can pu pull back or push them away. Yeah. And then you're using one hand to, to throw hits. Usually, it doesn't end in a knockout. And the second one person is not standing up, so a lot of times they'll fall on top of each other. The second that happens, punching stops immediately. That's and like the friendliest fight ever. It is. And sometimes right after, they'll be like, hey, good fight. That's so typically Good fight, Canadian. Like that, that, <laughs> yeah. that friendly stereotype. Even your fights are like courteous in a way. Yeah, man. It's like, oh, let me take my helmet off because I don't want to hurt your hand. <laughs> yeah. like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that ridiculous? <laughs> like my mindset, if I was like foreign and I didn't know the rules and I was like, I'm keeping my helmet on and I'm going to try and knock this guy out. Yeah. Just because I don't want to lose. But I realized like that would be actually distasteful. Exactly. Disrespectful. Oh, hugely disrespectful. And then, yeah. Okay. What's really disrespectful is hitting someone from behind. Oh yeah, dude. because then you can you can ruin their life. Like if they yeah. fall into the into the boards, snap their neck, ruin their spine. So that's like where pure hatred comes from, and we hate everyone who does that. That's crazy. So, but yeah, fighting. Good it's cool in hockey. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool in hockey though. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. I'm gonna take a quick break. Um, podcast i should have introduced this at the start but obviously where in the world podcast is a podcast aimed at expats travel enthusiasts and yeah it's not restricted to obviously just aussies um siv here first canadian yeah. you and carlin met you both at the same time at yeah. a random party and this is how it happens in london you meet people out of the blue and hopefully i'm gonna get more guests in it with similar walks of life everyone's journey is unique in a way 
Um, and yeah, if you are interested to check this out on any other platform, check it out on anchor.fm forward slash where in the world, available on Apple, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and on YouTube. Obviously, if you're watching, send us a message and I can get back to you. And also on Instagram, um, just type where in the world podcast for any updates. You're not a fan of shortage. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that. Huh? <laughs> I'm all about the clout chasing. Um, <laughs> chasing clout. So you don't like shortage. Yeah. So how would you describe shortage firstly as an area? Okay. I'm going to take you back and like, I've talked about this before, but it's fine because it's reoccurring anyway. But when I first moved to London, I didn't know where to move. Yeah. I didn't know anything. I didn't know any area. I was living outside in Surrey with my auntie for a bit. Yeah. And the first place I happened, just by luck, the first few people I met referred me to Swiss Cottage, which is northwest. It's quite posh, really nice area. There was a Waitrose. Oh. So when I saw there was a Waitrose, I'm like, it must be a good area. <laughs> and it was really pleasant. Started meeting more and more people and I just kept hearing like shortage, shortage and we started going out to shortage for to live, to party and club all the clubs are there, obviously at yeah, the bars and the the hipstery scene, I guess. So it's all there was always this conception like this is the place to be, this is the place to live. There's actually that and um Clapham is another place for mm. Aussies. So apparently every Aussie goes to Clapham. So for me, that was enough to be like, I don't want to move there. Yeah. Because I don't want to go. Just why, you know? Totally. To meet other Aussies type thing. But anyway, naturally, like, that's why we we moved here. We decided to to try it. We we had a year in the West or Northwest side. We went to come here and see what the fuss was about. And to be just completely, just completely honest and no, like, not putting down people that like to, to live here. Eh, it's okay. I don't think it's the must-go place. Because everyone... I think a lot of people that even just come to London, they already have this idea, like, this is... It's this or nothing. Like, this is the only place to go. Same with, like, Aussie Aussies. Clapham, that's it. Mm-hmm. Why would you live anywhere else? But where I was living before, Swiss Cottage, it was like... It's not really the first choice. Not everyone's like, I'm going to go to London to live in Swiss Cottage. Yeah. Type thing. It's like, I don't totally. even know where this place was. I don't even know geographically where it was. And I think having that experience first, it kind of just, you know, broadens your... I don't, it's just different. It's like a different experience mm-hmm. from what the most people, I guess, are, uh, are living as well. Um, and you're not bucked in. You're like, I wouldn't mind trying somewhere that's really different i guess totally. completely different so i think you had the same mindset when you're like i'm over the shortage thing like when you s- sort of first got here so i'm not i'm not bagging you i, I yeah. think i think you have a right to say I, I like living here i'm not gonna lie it's yeah. it's fine like we're close enough to shortage just a bit further out that we're not quite there mm-hmm. but i wouldn't mind leaving like i don't think it's like a must live area I could be equally as happy living outside or even somewhere else. I might try somewhere else next yeah, year or something. But you want to Is that the same for you? Did I just say everything that you were thinking? Yeah, pretty similar in the sense that shortage is kind of like the 
the party area of any large city, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know about other places, but in Vancouver, we have the Granville Strip, which is kind of just like literally a couple blocks where most of our nightclubs are. Oh, wow. Um, is that the one, the only place? That... No, there, there's a couple other ones peppered around. Big, For the big. most part, that's where people are going to go. Yeah. Um, like, especially if you're not from the city, you'll probably end up on the Strip. Um, so it really depends on what you want out of London. Like, I didn't move across an ocean yeah. to just come in and go to nightclubs and and bars and drink and stuff like that. Yeah. London is known for that. So it, all I'm saying is you don't have to do like like the same things I do. Just know specifically why you're here. Yeah. You know? If you if you're like, oh I love drinking, I love being in a big city, I love going to huge nightclubs. Sure man, but just think about it first. Don't mm. just come here and go, well I'm here, what should I do? What does everyone do? Everyone goes to Shoreditch. Everyone goes clubbing. That's exactly Everyone it. goes drinking. Yeah. Um, I'm more of an introvert. I don't like doing a lot of that stuff. I didn't yeah. do it uh, back home in Vancouver. I, yeah. like, I like going out and having dinners and stuff like that. But London is huge, man. And yeah. when you have this many people in a city, any random niche you can think so of, much to do. Yeah. You, can, you can find at least a small group of people that do that. So, I don't know. Maybe you're into like horror movies that yeah. only have female leads that feature <laughs> werewolves. Like you could probably find six people in London who are, uh, who have a club for that shit, you know? It's very specific. Exactly. I don't, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think you'll be the only one in that club. <laughs> Maybe I'll start it. It's like, what is it? Oh, there's no werewolves though. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Can't we don't do that, that here. <laughs> we don't do that. We don't like your kind, all right? <laughs> get out of here. Get the fuck We're out a vampire here. team only. Um, but yeah, man. Like, but, yeah, you know, you I, think I about that. it, and yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. many little specific groups of people that you can meet that if you just come here and you let London determine your lifestyle, you'll fall into just doing the same old shit. I think um, we talked about this once again on the roof, and I was yeah. trying to find a way to get back on this topic naturally instead of mm-hmm. just hello segue and then just start talking about it yeah but um i think your approach to london is is really good because i see a lot of people that obviously come here and that exact example they let london dictate their experience so mm-hmm. rather than going here with an aim like this is what i want to do this is the kind of people i want to meet this is yeah that, that exactly that instead of that they kind of just like well this happened and now i'm doing this job and traveling because everyone else is traveling and partying because everyone else is partying. And naturally, if you just let things go with the flow, you kind of fall into patterns that you're doing back home. Like, totally. You know, and it's like, oh, yeah, might as well. I'll say yes to this rather than like thinking a bit outside the yeah. box. Like if you come here, like for, for me personally, I guess like I came here to, you know, I, I, I can't say I've done it very well, but I'm trying to and just doing things like, like doing a podcast. It's like, yeah. that's my little thing. Not everyone is into that. A lot of people aren't really into it, really. But slowly I'm finding people that are a bit like-minded in, sort, in terms of just creating and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the best way to, to look at it. It's not just fall into the trap of, well, everyone's doing that, so i got to do that. Everyone's mm-hmm. living here. i got that. That might not be you. And you, yeah. you, you might just fall into a group of people that they might not even, all of them might not be. It's just the same thing. Yeah. They, they, they're just doing it for the sake of it as well. And you don't really build... Um, lasting connections that way I feel if anything like like back in Sydney um I had my friend friends like these are like really my friends I don't really have to see them a lot but there's a there's a real connection like we still yeah. talk like the people I do the podcasts with my other podcasts with they're 
they're like my mates we're still in contact now but then you'll have certain people like it's only as far as having a good time which is nothing yeah. wrong with i love having people that like there's so many mates of mine that are like yeah i love these guys i can have a great time with them but it's that's as far as it goes yeah and it like you're already in like this whole new country um while it's fun to have people that you can have fun with but it's also sad that you can just sort of like yeah you could leave these people and won't really have much of an impact it's like yeah. it was just a good time and that was it i want to build relationships with people it's like totally yeah, this this my mate from wherever in the world, and we've we've just you know we vibe in a different level, not just because we got drunk on a, yeah. on a in a bar. Like I love stories where it starts off, it can start <laughs> off like that. Most of the people I met were like that, and it turned into so much more. Like yeah, it, like I met, traveling was so new to me, and when I started traveling with certain people, I was like, oh cool, I, I made like a real friend. And even though I met this person at a bar or at a random, like I met you at a bar, like we yeah, can't up. deny it. We like, you, yeah. th- that is the easiest way to do it. And obviously when you start off, the liquid courage is usually the, the go-to, the, the initial way, but you, ca- you can't just be all about that, man. You can't just do that the no, whole trip because sure. it's not fulfilling. And the way you're about it, like, yeah, find your, your niche, find what you love to do and find things that you don't even know that you like to do. Just, just try different yeah, things, man. Totally. And you know, it's, it's not about never going to party and never drinking, you know, like no one's telling anybody to do that. You're going to be in London. You're going to naturally be exposed to partying and stuff like that and go do that. That's great. Yeah, do that. But the problem is it becomes your default to the point yeah. where you stop thinking about what you came here for. Yeah. So you're like, oh, it's Friday night. Well, I could have gone to a play or I could have... And the thing is, you can still drink, but people... You need to dig a little deeper to find different experiences. Yeah. So maybe I want to go drink, but at a paint night or I go see a juggler. I don't know. Something random, <laughs> right? But when you're not thinking about it, default is go to the nearest bar, drink, go home, Friday, Saturday, rest Sunday, go start work on Monday. And it's like... yeah. Couldn't you just do that at home? Right, what's <laughs> you the know? point? Exactly. So yeah. that's how I feel about it. Just, you know, look for some niches. Be random. Be, that, be th- random. That's one thing. Just be, be random, random, man. Like And open-minded. Yeah, because there's some weird shit in London, but you have to look for it. And, yeah. and if you find it, you might go, oh, crap, I didn't even know I would like this. Have you had any of those yet? Um, well, I mean... a lot for like a month or two months in. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's super random, but like, for example... I was partying too much the first month, and I, I, that's where all these revelations came <laughs> from. It's like, oh, fuck, what am I doing, man? I could have done this at home. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, yo, you know what? I'm going to learn how to box. So I, I have a Good boxing stuff, class yeah. that two to three days a week yeah. I'm in. I see the same people. Yeah. I'm making friends because we're learning together, and I see them every week. That's cool. um, I've gotten back into rock climbing, um, yeah, tons of rock climbing yeah. here. Um, and then there's like random, like there's these talks you can go, not like TED Talks, but these random presentations you can go to. Uh, so I want to sign up for one to give you an idea of how random the city can be. Someone is doing a talk. She's like a forensics CSI expert of some sort. Really? She's doing a talk on the criminal psychology of Batman villains. Dude, I would love to go to that. Yeah, I'll send Wait, you a link, man. Does she do this? Often? I think she does it regularly i want to say but I'll, I'll double check but does she was that one of the topics she did or is that an ongoing thing i think she this is like different. a like a talk like she comes in she has a conversation she lectures about it 
And Not you, Batman villains. Yeah, and think of like how random that is. How many people you might meet there? Dude, oh my god, like, that is so you know fucking... that's so r- crazy, right? Yeah, but I love that man. Um, or like if you want to get a little raunchier, I was I was I spent like two hours with my friends just. I'm trying to look for new hobbies. That's how I want to experience London. Is just if I come out of here learning a lot of things, like in, in terms of things I can actually do with my hands or with like cognitive skills, great. So I, I we did like this huge brainstorming session of oh what what kind of hobbies can Siv do. And you start looking at courses, and dude, there's everything, there's man. Everything. There's like spoon carving, carve your own spoons. There's an I, I saw th- saw one called the in, a gentle introduction to BDSM. You know, like the the variance out here is so wide that you okay, might look, as well just dive into something. I probably shouldn't have shut you down so quick. No, about go your, ahead. Go ahead. No, about your um analogy of the clubs with the werewolves and shit. <laughs> yeah. No, just that. Sorry, I'm still I'm still on ba- I'm still on Batman, dude. Dude, I want to be in that club. Yeah, right. Isn't that what cool? The f- forensics. What is it? She's, She's a like forensic a forensic CSI expert analyzing Batman villains. Yeah, and their criminology and how like what psychological disorders they might have. What I'm kind obsessed of- with that shit, dude. Bro, well, that's I'll send you a link. Yeah, dude, and especially because it's Batman. That's the shit I think yeah, about. Yeah, man. And and you know like you don't get that's that an shit. example of exactly you won't yeah. get that and it's not because our cities are filled with like dry people there's interesting people but there's not enough there's people. not the yeah and, and there's, there's not, not the platforms to, yeah to do it and obviously totally. like yeah exactly exactly that with the resources and there's not enough people that have the sort of not the time but I guess the time because like I find myself there's always something to do. Yeah. Here. So it, it does show that people have the time to do these things outside of it. And there's there's a market for it. So I guess the people that do these things have the ability to be able to, to work. Because like back totally, home, there's man. It's just, I don't know for you, but um, it would just be work, go home, and then you live for the weekend pretty much. Yep. Like that's like a very normal, casual nine to five corporate type setup. But I feel like same that's deal. the same thing. Like you, it would be so abnormal to do like a podcast on a weekday because we're in between jobs yeah true to not have a job at all would be a weird thing back home it's like no that's you need at least you need to be at least studying or have a job totally. but here you can be in between you could have something going now and after work there's always something yeah happening the definition of work in london seems so much different from back home because there's london is just known for so many different things right like yeah. You can have a banker, a bunch of billionaires smoking cigarettes outside of a bank, and then two blocks away, there could be a guy in an alleyway teaching graffiti art to, like, yeah. seven kids. Yeah, it's really cool. And then seven blocks from there, there's, like, I don't know, two people building an app. Like, I, I was at the Tate Modern, which is, like, an art museum. Yeah, I love that place. There's a guy literally sitting up on, on the floor against a pillar where there's a, where there's a plug yeah. uh, with his, his laptop. Um, in and he's got headphones on and I just kind of peeked over I'm like what the hell is going on here uh, and this guy's producing music he's got like Fruity Loops like a music production really? thing. Just he's just producing music and he's sitting at wait is he modern. like is it for money like is, or is he no he just like imagine it's as if he was just a guy who was in the gallery for a bit yeah. and then he just suddenly decided to sit down by the pillar charge his laptop beats. and make beats and like yeah. you get a lot of uh, that's not shocking you know, it's, not, it's just yeah. like, cool, someone's working on something random. That's just London. What do you think of La- London fashion? Is it similar to back home? Because 
Okay, so Vancouver is known as one of the worst dressed cities really? in Canada. Yeah. Oh, in Canada. I, well, I don't know. Maybe other places, but I know it's it's known for poorly dressed people. Okay. Um, specifically, to be honest, it's not the worst. Like, whatever. Who cares? If you like what you wear, wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. But the reason is that, you know what athleisure is? That's no. like wearing gear that you could wear outside, but like to work or to, to go get drinks, but you could also wear to the gym. So like okay, the yeah. classic look for girls is they'll have like a Lululemon pants, black Lululemon pants, a pair, pair of like Wait, Nike Rose. Lululemons? What's that? So Lululemon is this huge... Uh, really popular athletics company, I guess. Uh, athletic oh, that's the brand. Clothing. Yeah. But what's like really comfortable, like relatively tight fitting leggings, yeah. stuff like that. So the classic look is like some Nike roaches, some leggings, uh, and then like a hoodie, and then maybe like a like a like a hat. But if you're the problem with Vancouver is if you stand out They'll wear that it, for work. It doesn't seem like a good thing, you know? That's the same as Sydney actually. Really? If you wear something that not everyone else is wearing, you get looks or you will get comments. Yeah. I, I, I can't, I'll be one of those people. It's like, look at this guy's wearing. Yeah. Who, I, do, who the fuck does he think like, he is? This is weird. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. So okay. that's what I like about London fashion. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It, it's general idea. I'm not a big fashion guy, but I know that I like seeing people who are just wearing some random yeah. shit, you know, like they'll have so many more tattoos or random piercings or weird colors or just things you you would never see back home. That's the same vibe I get. Um, the first time I experienced this was in New York. Oh, yeah. And um, it's not even to do with, not even fashion, but it's almost just status-wise. When people walk in life. So 100%. you'll have like in a subway. Yeah. Um, not even a subway. Like um, either the subway or a normal cafe or like a pizza place. We came in. And it's a nice place, mind you, but we weren't sure if we could go because we were obviously dressed as tourists. We had our backpacks and we looked like we're about to hike or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if you're a Classic. tourist, you're just, you're just going out. When we get there, it's like, oh, we're so hungry. We can't find anywhere else. Let's just eat here. Who cares what people think? We had that Sydney mindset. We're like a bit self-conscious. Like yeah. I think we can only eat at like where other travelers eat. We get in the place. You got like some people with suits you got some people dressed up really nice you got some people bummy as hell someone yeah. that looked like different classes of people and no one cares like it's just it's totally. so big that everyone is there doing something like no one's yeah. just there. like everyone's got their own goal or aim or whatever they're doing there's no time to be judgmental in that sense i totally guess. agree so I, I like i could say my dress sense has changed in a way or maybe just i don't know if it's changed or deteriorated <laughs> but what is the, what does that even mean that's what know? i mean what like i've just become mean? so comfortable like like got to a point i was working and i was wearing track pants to work yeah and tr matching track suits yo i would never wear sick. i would never wear anything matching before like that yeah. would be weird that, yeah. that would be something weird i don't know about in from where you guys are it's a bit more hip-hop but you would never wear the same color jacket pants combo yeah and i'm just like that's cool yeah I do that. or like uh the merce like the the bag that goes over your chest for guys we were that was a big thing that was time. considered like if you wear that back home you can you're considered kind of like douchey oh really but then you come here everyone has those yeah. and we're the ones that are wrong because when you think about it first of all that's so fucking convenient to yeah. just have a bag yeah like and secondly, 
Who's the real douchebag here? This guy's just wearing a bag. Yeah. Like, he's just going about his day. And I'm sitting here uh, eating my sushi or whatever at this restaurant going, hey, look at this asshole. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, fuck me. I'm, I'm the asshole. <laughs> but you come out here and it's kind of like, you can try things, man. You want to you wanna dye your hair pink? You could do that tomorrow. And people won't bat an eye on the street. Like, ah, oh, Well, that's, that's why I like, I used to have really short hair. Oh, yeah? I, yeah. So this is my first time having... Okay, I never did it before because with that reason, people. Yeah. Like, I know you shouldn't care. Like, I know a lot of people. This isn't just. This is just me, obviously personally. But of course, there's people back home that don't care. They'll they'll do whatever they want, which yeah. is fine. It, it, I think I I commend that. That's a lot better. But I think yeah, if you're a bit more on the self conscious and it makes it hard for any sort of change yeah. type thing or to try and be like an individual in that sense for sure. And it starts with that dress sense. What I noticed. Funniest thing, I, I noticed um, I went to a rave or a giant rave last year, a state of trance. Oh, wild. And a lot of Aussies, a lot of, lot of Aussie Asians that I knew were going to go. And the funny thing is when we got into the Eurostar, I could already see, like I knew they're Aussie. Because <laughs> yeah. we all dressed, and I was dressed the same too. I was like kind of hating. And then I looked down and I was like... Oh wait, that's me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you kind of just like you become yeah. you, you become what you are type thing. No, as totally. Well. And what's crazy is funny. like cultures. I don't know about Sydney, but Vancouver. So many people have I don't know like they're very self conscious. They're anxious. Life isn't going the way they want, and they they're kind of frustrated. And then. You spend so much of your time judging people that are different from you, especially if they're, you know, wearing clothes that stand out or their personality isn't what you're used to seeing in the city. But then deep down, you're kind of like, I wish I was like them, though. You know, mm. I wish I didn't care that much. Yeah. And then when you start adopting that mentality, it feels like more people slowly come out of the woodwork like, oh, shit, man. I wish I just didn't give a fuck like you don't give a fuck. Yeah. And you just walk out however you want to. And then once you start doing that, you're like, wait a minute. Caring about all these people yeah. is overrated. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> fitting in wasn't helping. So yeah. what, why not try standing out? You exactly. Know? I, I actually read, a, I, I forgot the exact quote, but um, it actually really kind of hit me. Don't quote me. It's not, not these exact words, but I read somewhere like fear being normal. Because you think about it, being normal is like, it's actually like, that's the... Uh, kind of lame like when you think about it like yeah. why, why would you be yeah. why would you want to be that that's almost that's the stereotype like why would you be yeah. the exact same grain as anyone um, isn't that tough though because it's like you always want to stand out but you always kind of want to fit in too yeah it's like it's really hard to have both but then it's like it twists you a bit because then you're like if you're trying to be um if being normal is the is what's weird, then is weird now trying to be too normal? It's that hipster yeah, mentality. Yeah, straight up. You know when hipsters like, I don't know, that's that ain't cool. But now yeah. it's like, well, now you're like a bunch of everyone that like, like the hipsters now. It's, like, it's just know, fucking hard. It's like per- a vicious cycle, dude, dude. Straight up. Perfect example. I have a tattoo. I'm yeah. probably gonna get more. Yeah. But you think you're like, oh, sick! I got this tattoo, man. Like it's a piece and of art. It's it. changed me. And then you walk around, you're like, wait, everyone's got tattoos. You know, what, I'm so weirder not to have tattoos. I know. And right. that's where I'm conflicted because I really want a tattoo. Like yeah. I've always wanted a tattoo, but I've gone so long. Um, it was only recently that I really wanted to get a tattoo. Yeah. But now because everyone's got one, I'm like, I'm actually unique for not having one. Yeah. But I really want it. 
I think the question but is, but when I hear yeah. it, it's, it's done. It's like I can't, and then I feel like I'm just like everyone now. But then it's like I shouldn't care. Yeah. At the same time, I don't know. It's it's just so you hard. just have to decide why you want a tattoo. If it, it is to stand is, yeah. out, then maybe you don't need it. If it's something yeah. you want to commemorate or symbolize, you just think it'll look cool on you. Then fuck it, man. Do what you want to do. What's your tattoo? It's it's very uh, British Columbia, Canada, but it's basically uh, there's it's a half sleeve. Yeah. Mountains, a combination of mountains, wind, water, trees, and then a big um, realistic wolf head. It's very Canadian. <laughs> I know. And I picked it because I was like, okay, fuck, man. That's pretty- Tattoos are forever, bro. <laughs> what is the one thing I'll, I'll probably be pretty confident yeah. I'll appreciate? And it's like a reminder of the things I like about home. That's you pretty know, cool. Especially, you take a piece of home with you every Exactly, because you know. I knew I was going to move, right? And I knew I might be out of the country for four, five, seven, who knows, years. We'll yeah. see. But um, I was like, shit, man. That's that's the thing I'm least likely to regret. It's just like, and it looks cool. Yeah. Like, uh, even if I'm like, ah, whatever. But it's just like, it's hideable. It's it's beautiful. It's well done. Are you going to continue? I'm go- definitely going to continue. Like a definitely. Whole I want to get to three quarters. Oh, yeah. I um, think that's a good... actually looks cool when you have right? just up to there. Yeah. yeah. It's good too much. Maybe not the neck tattoo, but like we'll yeah, see one good. day just like have a cobra or some shit. Here, like oh, yeah, teardrop. Yeah. <laughs> Maple leaf here or yeah. something. Yeah. Hockey yeah. stick across my back. Hockey. Hell yeah. Mighty Ducks. Like, yeah. Mighty Ducks isn't... They're not Canadian, are they? That's the Anaheim Ducks, so they're oh, from... Bad. But yeah, they're, they're almost every hockey team still has majority Canadian players, so oh, you're good. Cool. You can... You can do it. At least you got something like meaningful. Like the last what would thing you I get? want. I don't know. Like I, I've thought of like I really like scriptures, like notes. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what to get. So obviously, like I, I don't know what I'll put. It's kind of lame getting my name. You know. It's yeah. Like, yeah. You can it's get like your family name. name. A lot of people do that, or they commemorate yeah. like their grandparents or something like that. What I did want. Um, my friends already got this already, so I feel like I'm biting him if he did. But I, I always wanted to get it. Um, he's got a feather tattoo. Like a, oh yeah, it's a big like a pen feather. Yeah, and it's like it symbolizes like writing because he's a rapper as well. So he like oh, I, dude. it was his writing hand, and I was like, "Fuck, that's dope." But yeah. then like my mate, he's like, he's cool, he's tall, he's he's gangster, he's got a lot of tats, it looks yeah. cool. And then I'll keep be here with my little baby feather. Fuck it, man. <laughs> Who cares, bro? Baby but that's what I wanted. I, want, I wanted. Yeah. I wanted. A, I wanted like a feather to symbolize that when I used to. Have you seen uh, the audio wave tattoos where? Ooh. They actually tattoo. You got to get the right person to do it, but they tattoo an audio wave, and then I forgot. You use an app, and you can actually listen to the sound. Oh my god! And someone got like a, a voicemail. Idea. Someone it was deep. Like someone got a voicemail of like the last time they heard like their spouse before he passed. Something crazy Holy like that. Sh- that but is a good tat. Yeah, I could like I got audio for days. Like, Hell like, yeah! Like man. one of my songs or something. Hell yeah! Wouldn't that be crazy? That is really cool. That's a good idea. Yeah, do that, man. I'm going to keep that in the, in the vault. That would be sick. My parents don't want me to get a tat. Of course. They're big. They're really against it. Yeah. They listen to this podcast. Ooh. Sorry, They're parents. not going to like you. <laughs> like, yeah, get it. You just gave yeah. me an idea. Next episode. I've been swearing. I've been telling you to do weird shit. Next episode, shit. I'll be like, look what I got. <laughs> this yeah. giant wave form. 
the whole song it goes all the yeah, way to my other yeah. one your whatsapp is gonna be lit your parents i don't like that sip guy he's a bad influence yeah that's yeah, fine my brother got heaps of tats yeah. my younger brother he he kind oh, of yeah. he opened the floodgates oh uh, he's like i'm gonna get a tattoo it's like i'm like do what you want man yeah, man. And I was like, if you do it, then it kind of gives me the green light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you dude. went in first, so. Yeah, man. But I just never like, yeah. It, 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 I I just couldn't get myself to do it for those two reasons. Like one, the fuck, like I've gone this long because I was so long against it as well. Like yeah. I actually didn't want to get it, and then something changed. It's like I really like to get something because like you get few life experiences make you totally. just want to. That's what I wanted it for. But then I just didn't know exactly what to get. And then I just also thought, like, everyone's got a tattoo now. Like, it yeah. just became really the thing. Like, everyone's got one. Like, literally. Yeah. I think what made it kind of lame was just everyone got it for the sake of getting it. Yeah. Gotcha. I feel like there is. Like, I can't speak for everyone. Like, a lot of people I know do have really good, meaningful tats, which is what inspires me. But generally, just you just see the same things again yeah. and again in the same place. You know what I've heard about that, though, is... I'm. I realize that because a lot of my friends have tattoos. They yeah. they all have really different philosophies around why they get them. Yeah. Like I have friends who have tons of tattoos, but they're not. It's not like one big piece. They kind of got like different little little things around. Yeah. And what they told me is like after your first few, you you kind of care less in, in a good way. Like you, you're less likely like okay whatever I got it. it I yeah. what's the point of regretting it? It's on me. I wanted it at the time. It signifies something. Yeah. Cool. And it looks cool. Boom. Done. Mm. And the more you get, and after you get one, I've heard it's addictive. You're like, fuck. Thinking about my second more. tattoo. You know? Well, you've got, so you've obviously felt that. I went that's pretty big, wanna, yeah. That's why you want to go. That was your first, that massive, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So. See, I can't speak. I've never got a tattoo. So yeah. like, I can't really, this isn't my thing. I'm, I'm basing this off pre-getting a tattoo yeah. And it might completely change if if I ever get one. Yeah, but and you can start small, man. You I can start with something on your calf. I never all the calf's kind of painful. I never start small, man. I always go all Then out. fuck it, man. I'll come out with like a massive face tattoo. Like, yeah. Yeah. Massive waveform. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> right across your nose. <laughs> so you That's insane. Um, yeah, man. Just uh, I would say just pick a style that you would you'd be willing to stick with for a while too. You mm. you can kind of mix styles, mm. and artists are really good at figuring that out for you. But it's nice to just have an idea of what you want everything around you. To look I definitely like. like the ones that are very like deep, like this, especially because the feather, like the really fine detail. Type. Yeah, because I want something like I don't want to just get it, and I want it to look like literally like a piece of where I want to check your Later, as yeah, well. sounds good. I'll yeah, take my shirt off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PG thirteen. That's when everyone's like, "I'm done here. I'm fucking done with this guy." Pretty much. No, that's cool. All right. Yeah, man. Covered quite a bit, man. Yeah, we did. That's we good. did tattoos, living in London, the intricacies of Canadian hockey. <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> Do you have like any social media that you like to promote? Not, not really, really man. You're not big on that. That's I a, have social thing. media. I, I just, I feel like the less I use it, the happier I am. So oh, man. that's kind of my attitude don't, towards don't it. Don't say that because that's a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I like, know. I'm like the same. We'll like, cover I, that. I, I, I have detoxes over social media. You got it, man. Thing, so you like, got it. It's, it's really good for you. It's hard when the thing that you want to do um, only exists because of social media. Like, <laughs> I want to do this and I'd love to have... You can't get the following if you're just not on social media. 100%. Is, and you, you're trying to build community. That's what I'm trying to do with this. Yeah. Um, get usual faces like yourself to maybe come come again or even be part of it if you want to. Yeah, man. But 
You gotta get on the social media sometimes. Right? I know, man. It's, it's tough. tough. It's, it's good for it's, networking. It's, sometimes you need it for sure. I I work in marketing, so yeah, dude. You know, I I have to still understand. But it I think that's the thing because you work in it. That's why maybe it puts you off. Like you're. Yeah. Do you have to use it for work a lot? I yeah. Would you say? Like like pretty um, much? you at the very least have to understand it. Okay. Yeah. It, like marketing has a bunch of different yeah, specialties, yeah. but you can't really get away without at least understanding how people are having conversations using that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, it's just not healthy to constantly be looking at it or being on a screen, stuff like yeah. that. Well, so. we talk about the same thing, like why we don't respond to WhatsApp yeah. messages so much. I let them build up and then I'll do a blast of yeah, responses. Totally. And stuff. It does come off being snobby, but it does. But I mean, you got to take care of yourself, right? Yeah. You can't be living, you can't be in a new country and living on a screen. That's my problem, dude. I'm always on like tough, some s- a screen. I mean, you're working on a podcast, right? It dude, requires yeah. so many screens. When I was working with my last job, my day was eight hours, obviously, because I'm doing office data work or whatever. Totally. Then I come home and I'm doing this. And yeah. in between, I'm on my phone doing my social media, like my whole, literally my whole day. Yeah. I, mean, I realize I'm in front of a screen. And then when I'm doing any traveling, I'm trying to get content. So I'm still. Yeah, totally. Just, I'm like, fuck, all I'm seeing it's through a screen. Like and then sometimes a, you look around, you're like, oh shit, I actually that's live why, in the real yeah. world. That's why this time <laughs> I've had being unemployed, unemployed or whatever, um, it's given me time to reevaluate, I think, and sort mm-hmm. of, um, yeah, work out, see the world, meditate. Cool, so man. Open your eyes. Looks like you're, you're on the right track. I hope so. We'll yeah. see how, what happens if I, get uh, yeah. this, if I get this job that I'm going for. Hopefully so, we both get our jobs. Yeah, man. We, uh, Knock on wood. Ca- cafe, cafe days are gonna be over. I know. <laughs> so we'll have to go on Saturdays or Sundays. <laughs> shit. But if, if you're not, then we can keep working on cafes and maybe yeah. s- make a startup. Or yeah, true that, man. Sometimes you got to take the weird path. That's cool. <laughs> That's pretty much it. If you can, right, if you want to find me, like I said, um, check out the podcast on anchor.fm forward slash where in the world. Also on YouTube. Uh, my username is Nats Blazin. Available on Spotify and Apple Music. If you want to find Siv, you can't because he's not on social media. <laughs> but I'm on that. I'm Nats Blazin on Instagram. Here is my account. You are on Instagram, but I'm not going to share it because I know you don't want Yeah, it. please don't. <laughs> you don't even have a display picture. The only way you're going to see, if you want to see Siv, you've got to watch my podcast. So yeah, or come say what's up if you're come in London. Come say what's up in London. We'll have a coffee or, or have a, a coffee. Coffee. We'll have a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> coffee? How do you say coffee? Coffee. Oh, coffee. yeah. Coffee. So I go, ah. What's all? I go, coffee. Coffee. You go, coffee. Kebab. Kebab. Kebab and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's do this. Let's end it there. Peace out, guys. Peace out. Um, that was good. Yeah, you like that? It was interesting. It was good. Cool, man. I'm glad. I'm going to rewatch it. Yeah, for sure. But I think it's a good to just warm up. Like talking together and stuff. Yeah, man. I've never had a guest before, dude. So I think it's cool. Cool. Yeah, let me know what the reception is. Even if they're like, ah, uh, don't have a good Nah, dude. Like not fine. No, not even about. Nah, it's not I even about not. I definitely want to. People do it. really. Thank you, by the People really underestimate how hard this shit is when they don't do it. They're, oh, I can talk. I'm, I'm a cool, cool guy. I can just start a podcast. It's like, no, man. The amount of work, the, yeah. the, 
maintain quality is so tough. I get it. I get it, man. Does that work? Like, like oh, I'm gonna tell people about my life. Yeah. And I'm talking to a camera by myself. It was so fucking weird. But I think I learned a lot from this one, so we can we can definitely hash it out. Yeah, man. Hundred percent down.